have there been when was the last time an adventurer came here adventurers um well uh there were some really three shady guys folks that came through never mind we don't care about them yeah they suck as you knock on the door you notice it's already open Hmm. cracked slightly and as you knock it creaks and slowly begins to open until there's about a foot open and you can see right into it timothy it looks like the exact same child you found in the caves oh, on the last floor. Oh, snippity schnaz, this is a bad. What's wrong? Okay, so you go to the right one. Mm-hmm. You throw the bookshelf on the ground. Mm-hmm. And beneath there, there's a ladder. <gasps> and you see on a platform, there's a man chained. His arms and legs restrained at four points. And he is bound to this platform, unable to move anywhere. It's still night. It's rather dark, except for a pale full moon illuminating everything um and real quick uh, i actually you guys are walking for about a minute or two i'm mohit i need you to roll a will save <laughs> and all of a Probably sudden mine. mohit turns into oh. a werewolf <laughs> okay 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 we, woof, we got woof, it woof. everybody and welcome back to sword art online odd episode three of season two so my dear players we're down a man because he's dead or might as well be because he's a werewolf and ran into the forest so have fun with that how's everyone else doing today i think we slept i'm doing great though now now that you got your cry out now that there's not an annoyance and by annoyance i mean my heart i carved it out are we talking about in person or in game? All of the above. Well, my arm is no longer bleeding in game, so that's pretty nice. That is nice. There's no longer an open wound there. Are you trying to get us to do a recap? Because that was a really bad way to get me to recap. No, I'm just asking how you're doing today. We gave Timothy Timothy. We oh, wait, are we recapping? I'm so confused. Oh, I guess we're recapping now. I just wanted to you know how everyone was doing. You said, what did we table. remember? No, I just. No, we didn't. Nah, I didn't. I asked how everyone was doing today. Oh. Mm. All right, well, that's a great poll of everyone's emotions. M's still addicted to dinnermans. <laughs> uh, no, no, don't do it. Don't, don't. Oh. Now the GM has eaten my dinnerman. <laughs> I'm addicted to dinnermans, too. So we just good. kissed. Indirectly. Indirectly, we just kissed from 10 feet away. It's pretty impressive. I. That's not 10 feet. It was about five feet. The table's literally... Five by three and a half. So yes, that would be five feet. It's okay. We made it work. Uh, okay, so player recap. I would rather you just actually kiss. Well, we went into a haunted house. Mm. We met a vampire. Uh, 
Killed a vampire. Killed a vampire. Got Zana bitten got... by a vampire. I was about to say oh gosh, that. Are you yeah. going to turn into a vampire? Am I? I don't know. Are you? Am I? That's are not you? how the Am blood I? contract works. Is not how vampirism works, unfortunately. Now, however, one of you also did turn into a werewolf. <laughs> so. He's not here right now. Because he's a werewolf. So, Oh, else? is that the only reason why he's not here? Oh, that's the only reason why he's not here. Oh, yeah. Mohit Pavala playing Sal turned into a werewolf in real life and ran into the forest. It doesn't surprise me. Hippie. He's almost hairy enough. Yeah. He's got the right skin tone for it. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can edit that out in post. <laughs> Thanks. I would hope so. No, I'm keeping it. Uh, Lovely. Uh, lo- love you, Mohit. Love you, Mohit. We Just miss you. Just in a non-platonic, non-romantic way. Then isn't it completely platonic? Uh, no, in but a non-platonic, non-romantic way. In what way do you so love him? So acquaintanceship. Not, <laughs> Not at, at all. all. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so you all find yourself and you all went back to the tavern for the evening where you all slept to attempt to recover from the day's adventures. Snow sleeping in this time. You sleeping in? How yeah. late you sleeping in? Until someone wakes me up. Really? Yeah. Wake me up. Listen, Wake it's been a stressful week. <laughs> All right. So, Snow, since you sleep in, uh, you are not awoken until about midday. It Ooh, feels she... good. Is she... Can I awake her? Uh, yes. Uh, please roll a d20 for me. I want to see how easy it is for you. Uh, 10. Okay, wonderful. Anyone else trying to wake her up? Nah. No? Okay. Uh, no, everyone wants you to sleep pretty well. Okay. Sleep. So, uh, Snow, you're you're tossing and turning in your bed after a very long and arduous night, and then you groggily wake up, stretch. You hear birds chirping in the sunlight outside your window, but you do you hear a commotion outside your bedroom door. It sounds like Wilson and Zana are arguing. I wanted to be the one to wake her up. No, she's trying to sleep. She had a long day the other day. She, no one's gonna wake her up. She's gonna have to get up on her own. Okay, okay. Do you know what sleeping in gets you? Um, well-rested bonuses, probably knowing this game. Uh, Oh, maybe. (laughs) But, um, seeing as there's no other girl available, because Crystal ain't coming with me. Did you try asking? No. And how do you know she's not going to come with you? No. Isn't that rather presumptuous? No. You know what they say about assuming? No. Then I'll have to fill you in. Let me wake her up. Ah, no. I will bite you, Wilson. I've already taken far worse. I'm going to climb up him. Okay. To his chest? Yep. Bite his neck. Okay. (laughs) Roll to bite. Do I add it to anything? Yeah, your uh, your CMB there. 15. Total? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, you bite the man. It's the newly found vampire in me. Let me wake her up. He does not flinch and he just starts to walk away with you koala bearing on him. Meanwhile. You know what? No, no. I'm going to lick him all the way. Base in the neck to the tip of the forehead. No, no, no. He's literally just just to pick you up and push you away and he holds you at arm's length. Let me wake her up. Meanwhile, while they're arguing, I kind of wake up. I hear them. I'm like, oh, God. I look at the window. Oh, it's like noon. You can't even see the sun. The window looks very uh, windowy. Opening. 
Does it? Yeah, it looks like a nice opening. It looks like a nice way out. Oh, it does look like a very nice way out for you. <laughs> what are you suggesting? I open Suicide. the window. What? Um, yep, great. You open the window. You don't need to open the window, but wait. Yeah, you would need to open the window. Never mind. I wouldn't need to open the window. I just had to think about how your ability works, by the way. You do need to open the window. I open the window. Okay. I, uh, how, how far <laughs> up is it? Still phased by second the story. Second story, about 15 feet. All right. I use my knowledge of how to fall from the second story and not injure myself to jump out the window. All right, roll. You're at a plus two because you do this frequently. Uh, well, acrobatics, it's at 11. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. It's an acrobatics. Yeah, it's an acrobatics. <laughs> um, 22. Ooh. You roll, Glace gracefully with a tumble at the end and are seamlessly unhurt. Ah, it's good to be back, babes. Wilson! Let me go. No, unless it was... Wait a minute. Me? Oh, no. What? She did it. What? (laughs) What do you mean? What? Well, do you know Snow? She just rolled out the window. Why? How does he know this? Magic. (laughs) He perception checked and heard you. I... He heard a thud, and he figured it's more likely that you jumped out a window than <laughs> fell out of bed. Well, now it's you that woke her up with all of your incessant nagging. Well, if you weren't incessantly nagging me to open the door, I wouldn't have been ha- having to assess it. Uh, I want to know why you were sleeping by her door. I wasn't sleeping by it. I was resting my eyes. Isn't that the same thing? No, I had a great four hours of sleep and then got mildly concerned so I came out to sleep by the door. Mm-hmm. And that's why I saw you here at 7 a.m. Exactly. I only came up to go to the bathroom and I saw you here. I'm like, what the quack? What I the was quack? waiting patiently. I'm going to the bakery. Or I'm okay. going to try to go to the bakery. But she doesn't know where I'm going. She doesn't know oh, this. no. My, my quest already is go to the bakery. She needs to pick up some man meat. I want... To go to the bakery. I'm going to go back to the blacksmith. Okay, wonderful. So seeing as you all have been here since about midday, I'm actually going to cut away to Daniel because he's probably got up relatively early, probably around nine. Uh, So you are over at the blacksmith. What have you been doing this day? Well, uh, I would be trying to make some arm guards. Wonderful. Some forearm guards. Discuss that. Uh, Would you like to roll your craft trick for me? 30 total. Wonderful. So yeah, yeah, flawlessly, you're you're making your way and crafting this. You figure you'll be able to craft these within uh, a day or two now. Excellent. I'm going to ask the blacksmith about the doctor that left. Ah, wonderful. Okay, so uh, you're making your way. You're fitting out your arm guards. You're thinking like a little, I'd imagine like a chain mail kind of glove thing with some uh, metal plating around it to give an extra layer of protection. And while you're working on that, you see him over the forge and your interest is peaked because you recall the conversation you had the other day. So you turn over and you look over to Thomas and what do you say? So Thomas, yesterday you mentioned how there was a doctor here before and he left. Do you know why? Ah, if I knew that I'd be rich. Everyone was wondering where the man went. Oh, so he just like up and vanished out of nowhere. Ran away. Got up and left. I found him in the night. No one's seen him for a couple of years now. Years? Years, quite some time. He left his whole estate all the way right here in the corner, right right next to my shop. He frequented my place looking down for small parts, knickknacks, occasionally borrowing tools, but most of his workshop was in his house. He rarely left the place except when he went to the mayor's. Was he acting strange before he... (laughs) Acting strange? When wasn't he acting strange? I can relate. 
Why is the mayor's house just a giant circle? Or not even a circle. Why is it a blob? Is it a manor? You're not over by Wilson to see his map, so you don't get to know. Architecture be weird, man. Also, that outline. No, that outline's a wall. So he has his own gate and wall and entranceway. His house is inside there. Okay. I have a separate map. We'll get we'll get there. I was just um commenting on the uh, a great choice, drawing. Okay, the choice of shape. Great drawing. It's a kidney. Oh. <laughs> I You're thought a, it looked I, more like a spleen. I was gonna say a speech bubble. No, a spleen is more elongated. Get off of the internal organs. Okay, so you're speaking with Thomas. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was a bit of a recluse himself. He was constantly working on his little constructs up there. He was a doctor of sorts, or that's what you want to call him. He worked on mostly prosthetics, um, replacement body limbs of the sorts, attempting to make the paralyzed walk. A little bit of a savior to some, but uh, honestly a madman. Is anyone still around that he worked on, or have they all left too? Uh, you would probably find a few of his clientele, but once again, the one he mostly helped and worked for was the mayor. But not prosthetics, though. What did he do for the mayor? Ah, you see, um, Dr. Valquez, Vasquez, Dr. Vasquez was actually, had a hobby, an interesting one at that. Uh, he was into puppetry. Whatever leftovers he would have of his prosthetics, he would make into puppets. The mayor and his wife were also attunedly intrigued by his art, and so he quite often frequented the manor and estate to go put on shows for them. Ah, interesting. I found out what scares RL. It doesn't scare me. I worked in puppet ministry for the first couple years of my life, and I have hated puppets. They freak me out. It's great. As well as like those You'll uh, love this next suit arc, things that people wear. Not a fursuit, but like ones of characters like you see in amusement parks. Like you don't know who's under there. It could be like a, 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 a sexual predator and you would never know. Do you know regularly when you're looking at sexual predators? Do they normally have like a stamp on their forehead? Well, they're legally <laughs> obligated to tell you. <laughs> So wouldn't but the person in the, in the mouse costume have to do the same? No, because they're not allowed to speak. Mm. They'll sign it to you, but you don't know sign language. I'm risked. Ah. No. Okay. No. You were just told no by the Daniel. Anyways, I mean, if you wanted to ask around, I don't know him too well. You might find some of his clientele around him. I don't really. You might also want to talk to Tobias. Uh, town guard. He he's the one who had to board up the house after it was abandoned for so many long years. I'm going to do that at some point, but obviously I'll figure out the thing with the arm guards first. All right. Well, if you need any assistance, just let me know. Will do. So we go back to snow. Wait, n- n- no. I you know my quest was get some bread. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and you were arguing with Wilson while Wilson, she was headed to a bakery. Do you, do you really think she already left? What? Of course she already left. Let, <laughs> look, look. She could be anywhere by now. And he turns the handle and opens it, and you do. Before you, you see a completely open window, drapes swinging in the wind. I knew it! Not the sound of someone falling out of the bed, someone tumbling out of the second-story window. Logical conclusion. I guess I have to take you with me instead. Take me where? I want to get some bread! You're a genius! That's probably where Snow ran off to. Wait, really? Yes! Do you not know she's a bredophile? Yo! I think that my Uncle Mike was, too. He got arrested for it, though. 
I don't know if the cops in uh, this game are well attuned to the ways of a bredophile, so they probably haven't caught on to her yet. Oh, got you. Anyway, do you know where the break? Uh, do you know where the bakery is? Cause I, I barely left the tavern, and the one time I did, uh, it wasn't a pleasant experience. Yeah, it's right across from the tavern. Oh. Yeah, you see, uh, and he pulls out a map. Here we are. Uh, James owns the tavern. That's why I wrote his name here. Oh, and you, you go mean, out, and then you, yeah, what it do? Oh yeah. Remember? What's that little blob? What blob? That blob in the middle. This place? Yeah, the one that looks like Flubber. It was a good movie. Don't insult my drawing. Uh, that's the mayor's house. That big boy blob is the mayor's house? Well, no, that's not really his house so much so as it is the outer wall, which guards his house and his manor and estate, which is inside here. Someone's a little paranoid. <laughs> I mean, if you recall, James did say that he's a bit of a recluse. So it would make sense. Whatever. Okay, well. A little uh, introverted. That's okay. Take me to the bread. Uh, should we get Clyde? We probably shouldn't travel alone or leave people behind. Clyde! He runs over and then slides. Hey, how you doing? Is he in his underwear? I'm doing good. Peek back. What? Oh, yeah, sure. Is he, is he dressed or is he in his underwear? He is dressed. Oh, I'm surprised. He's waiting for the beckoning call of his woman. <laughs> Piggyback. Come on. Come on. Emotions. E. At this point, uh, can do I have to roll to climb on top of it? Yes, you do. I have to roll to mount him. Don't fall. That's a two. It's I have I you acrobatics. suck at mounting your friends. <laughs> Context. It's a good I game. That is a nine. You suck at mounting your friends. Luckily, Clyde is helping you up along. You stumble a little bit. It takes you around about four minutes, though. What? Yeah. Wow. You suck at mounting your friends. That's okay. All right. All right. As pet, we've established. Pet, pet. Let's go. Clyde is the better bottom than you are the better top. So, Clyde has you firmly situated now, and he starts to walk down the stairs. <laughs> Aren't you coming, Wilson? Um, yeah. I figured you'd probably need me to, you know, know where you're going. I can tell a bakery when I see one. No, I normally can tell a bakery when I smell one, but... See, there's one right there. Meanwhile... Uh, mm -hmm. Wilson speaks up. That, that's Mary's house. Sister Mary, who works at the church. No, that's the bakery. No, the bakery's right across from the tavern. Fine. Meanwhile, Snow is hopelessly lost already. <laughs> How'd you do that? Roll a d20. Where did I end up? That's an 11. What? No. You went to the farmer's house. Okay. You played yourself. All right. I'm at the farmer's house. That's good. Zoom. So you get lost, you start, you you turn around, you follow the road, you walk around, you, you're too distracted by the, the spooky haunted house that you guys just came from that you accidentally just started walking towards it instinctually. And then you're like, wait, the bakery was near this. So then you turn to your left and you see the farmer's house. And for some reason, that's what you presume is the bakery because you see all of this wonderful fields of wheat. And logically, the bakery must be next to wheat. Bread. Oh my gosh. In okay. natural form. <laughs> <laughs> completely unprocessed bread. This is what we will... Just goes to eat the so wheat. So you... Are, are you just running into the wheat field grabbing stocks? I don't eat processed bread. Grabs a thing of wheat. <laughs> so you Natural, run up to the farmer's... Natural, unprocessed bread. You walk up to the farmer's house. What do you do? 
You just walk in because you were told you don't yeah. need to knock. Yeah, I just Are walk you in. Guys open? <laughs> well, no, when she went to the bakery last time, they said you, she doesn't need to knock. Well, man, they really renovated really fast. Um, Zachary, were you expecting company? Uh, no, why? Is someone here? Uh, well, we got a little lovely lady standing in, the, um, in our living room. <laughs> Accidental home invasion. She didn't <laughs> knock or anything. Were you expecting her? Uh, no, uh, and you see standing before you a man and a woman. The man is, uh, tall, slender, very, very tan, um, clean shaven with, uh, sandy brown hair. Uh, he seems to be wearing very plain, bland, and dirty clothes, um, as he has very clearly been working most of the day, but just stopped in the house to take a break. Whereas in contrast, the woman standing next to him is very beautiful. Uh, long flowing blonde hair, her locks dropped to her shoulders, uh, and you can see she's wearing a lovely green dress, which drops all the way down to her ankles. Uh, hey, you got bread? Oh, well, no. Normally, uh, people purchase the bread at the bakery. We provide the wheat for most all the town, including the bakery. Wait, this isn't the bakery? Uh, no, sweetheart. This is actually our house. It's a nice place you got here. I was a little worried about how fast they renovated the place, and that explains a few things. Um, did you have breakfast yet or lunch? Like, oh, well, I mean, I had breakfast at around about 5 a.m., and I just stopped in for lunch. So, you got a place at the table? Let's, uh, let's, uh, hi, I'm, I'm oh, new now, in town. I don't need to. Oh, hi, well, my name's a Angelina. Hi, a Miss Angelina. I'm Snow. I love your outfit. It's very um pretty. I'm really trying to repair this right now. You do notice, though, that her green dress matches her green eyes and complements a lot of the floral patterns um inside this very simple and small house. She's tried very hard to make it incredibly quaint. It looks like it's made out of dark woods and they have a bunch of furniture, but it seems to be mostly one giant room except for one room that does have a door, which you presume to be the bedroom. Everything else is just about out in the open with a couple of chairs, tables, um, and an ice box in the corner. Yeah. So this is um this is a quaint place you have here. Very lovely. Now, um, not that I don't <laughs> like company, but unannounced company is uh not exactly what I would call hospitable. And on top of that, unannounced company who I don't know. Listen. But welcome to our town. I hope you enjoy your stay here in Yenamoon. But um, if you're looking for the bakery, I, I'm sure my husband would be happy to give you directions. Sure. Yeah, that that would be good. All right. So he puts his hand like on your like between your shoulder blades and slowly starting to push you out of the door while looking back at his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, snow, snow, wait, where was it? So, Snow, was it? Uh, well, if you just come right outside the front door here and step out of my house and you look up the road there to your left, you'll see a big building with a sign with a loaf of bread on it. Uh-huh. That's the bakery. Now, listen, you leave my house. <laughs> there is a road you follow the road, and there's a sign with bread. You got that? Bread. I do got it. That sounds Straight good. Straight that way. And he points physically at the bakery, and you can see it from here. Uh-huh. 
Okay. I cannot guarantee I'll make it, but I will try. Roll a d20. Seven. So you start walking and you leave his front porch, but you start walking into his grain field. Ma'am, ma'am, no, no. And he runs out and he grabs you by the arm and he physically starts to lead you over. This is the road. You go straight on the road. Listen, the mini map is lying to me. I it just... don't don't look at no maps. It's really simple. It's straight ahead. I'll at get there eventually. Time, <laughs> at this time, I think she would see me, you do. Clyde, and Wilson. Roll a perception check. <laughs> Ooh, nineteen. Uh, nat nineteen. So twenty-eight. You riding on Clyde's back, not having to carry. Uh, not having a worry in the world because you're not walking, um, are sightseeing. And you do. You spot Snow down, but she's nowhere near the rake bakery. In fact, she's uh, a good block or two away down by the farmer's house. Hey, Wilson. Yeah. I thought you said Snow was going to the bakery. Uh, I assume she would. The bread's always her goal in the morning. Why is and she over there? Midday and evening. What? 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 Look. And you point, and he looks over. No! No! And Wilson's just waving his arms, and you can see down the road. And you see Wilson walking with Zana, who is currently riding Clyde. <laughs> um, by this Im- by this imagery, Snow feels kind of like, oh God, don't know them. I'm gonna pretend I don't know them. Oh no, those oh, are strangers. Oh well, would you look at that? Didn't you say your name was Snow, and those people are calling for us? You no, should no, go no, no, that. No, and he my, slowly my starts name, to no, push you in the direction of them. Dang All it. right, well, bye, miss. I hope you have a great day. And he leaves you and starts to walk back towards his house. Wilson, do you think she's lost? Why do you have to ask if she's lost? Oh, you I right. see her Alistair. over there, and I know she's lost. Alistair, give me. Yeah, what do you need? Go get her. Bring her over here. So your crow launches himself. The raven or a crow? It's a crow. Your crow launches himself off of your shoulder where he was perched, and he swoops down and glides into the sky as he reaches over to snow. You're lost. And no, he I'm just not. sits on your head and pecks your forehead. You're lost. No, I'm not. You're lost. I'm not lost. What's this then? A location. You're lost. On the map. No. And Wilson starts running over to you. <sighs> All right. Well, Snow, we were uh, scared you'd wander off and gotten lost again. Again? When has that ever actually happened with you around, Wilson? Because it hasn't. Well, I have wasn't around this morning when you jumped out your window. There is no proof of that. I was standing by your bedroom door waiting for you uh, to wake up. So because, yeah, why were you by my bedroom Because door? people were trying to barge in and I did not want them to disturb you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the bread. Bread. That, that, that way. way. You point in the opposite direction of him and he just moves your hand to the sign where the bread is. All right, great. And he just kind of puts his hand on your back and starts leading you over. I feel like I'm being manhandled here, Wilson. Uh, Well, you know, sometimes people with no sense of direction need that. I have a sense of direction. It's, it's just, just a not really bad right. sense. It's wrong. You, you, know, you know that gut feeling you have that tells you where to go? Yeah. I feel like you would be more attuned of finding your desired location if you did the opposite of whatever that said. Or... I just have a propensity for sniffing out the truth, and I'm going in the right direction. Snow! Hey, hey Snow, um, do you mind if we get to the bakery? I Clyde's didn't know you like were shaking a little. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah? 
I'm gonna get down now. No, it's okay. I'll carry you wherever I'm, you I'm need to go. Down. I'm gonna get no, down. It's, I it's can okay. carry you, Zana. I'm gonna get down now. Oh, okay. oh. I, I give, wait, no, no, before oh. I get down, give a kiss on top of him. It's okay. Thank you. Oh, you can stay up here forever. <laughs> no. Okay. And he sets you down. Thank you. See, you don't gotta walk nowhere when you have a handsome boy to carry you. Uh, he, he's not <laughs> a no, steed. Just, 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 no. This is okay. Let this happen. Let, I only have handsome horses and handsome whores. I'm glad to be either of those things. <laughs> okay, fine. You you value yourself at that level. That's that's fine. Okay. Uh, Clyde, Clyde is just a gentleman. I want to get some bread. I'll knock on the door. Knock, 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 knock. I walk knock, in. Knock. Hey! Uh, you don't have to knock on a restaurant. I've learned it's this not, it's very not, quickly. It's not a restaurant. It's a bakery. Listen, there's but a difference. I had is, to learn this the hard way. That is a restaurant to me. You just walk in. <sighs> they sell the food. They okay. they do kind of the, the door same thing. opens so and you hear in. a little bell ding. And you four enter a familiar site, which Snow and Wilson have seen before, which is the front layout being having rows and rows of bread with a nice uh, glass container shelf uh, with a ton of different pastries inside. And to your right, as you enter the room, you have a nice small wooden table with two chairs by it. Hi, Hello? Mr. Matthew. Hello. Oh, hi, everybody. It's so wonderful that you guys came back. And you see before you someone you have not seen before, but this is the first time. Someone with sandy blonde hair that falls down to her shoulders. She's wearing wearing a very quaint uh, white dress with an apron over top. Hi! Why, hello, welcome to our bakery. Is there anything I can do for you guys today? Oh, you're so cute. Uh, thank you. You're so cute. I'm here for my, part of my order. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you already paid your tab, so uh, I already have your bread rolls prepared. They're fresh out of the oven. How many are in this bag? Um, I, I think they made uh, uh, two, two baker's dozen. This will do for now. All right, well, I'll see you tomorrow then. Yeah, see you tomorrow. I'm going to put my hand out. Uh, her name's Zana. Nice oh, to meet you. Nice to meet you, Zana. So uh, I'll motion for her to come a little closer. Mm-hmm. You got a, you got a, so, uh, you got sweet rolls? <laughs> hey, no, that's my job. <laughs> I just I'm yells at the top of his lung as he overheard your conversation. I'm just joking. I'm looking for some jelly pastries. I can make you jelly pastries. What are you doing? But I want to get them at a bakery. But I am a personal walking bakery. But I'd rather... Never mind. PG-13. But I want some jelly pastries. All right, you. And Clyde looks Marissa dead in the eyes. <gasps> you, listen. We're going to have a bake-off. Right here, right now. Hey, hey, Clyde, Clyde. No, Clyde. And he's rolling Clyde, up Clyde, his Clyde, sleeves. Clyde, Clyde, this Clyde, is the Clyde. one thing yeah. I've got going for me. I'm gonna grab his face. Me. What, Clyde? Yeah, yeah. We, what? All right. Uh huh. You gonna come down? After I make you jelly pastries. I'm gonna get some jelly pastries. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna make you jelly pastries. But I feel good when I pay for it. You pay with for it with your love, affection, and attention. Clyde, let yeah. the woman buy something. Stop trying to manhandle her. Uh, Bam. I'm, not, I'm trying to be not, Okay. Ah, okay. Can I at least buy them for you? Mm. A gift from me to you? <laughs> I throw a bread roll at him. Ow, what was the... 
just I'll take the bread roll and shove it in his mouth. <laughs> I like uh, how many, uh, what flavors of jelly pastries you got? Well, I mean, it depends on what kind of jelly you want. We've got raspberry, mm-hmm. blueberry, mm-hmm. Uh, we've got peach. Oh. Uh, those are the most of the common ones we have around here, but I'm sure if you wanted something you... special. Strawberry? Oh, Wait. I could probably get some strawberry pastries for you. You got pomegranate? I, I think we <laughs> might have some in the back. Um, they're no, not... no, no. Pomegranate is too seedy. You remember the pomegranate? Too seedy. Yes, the thing we swore to forget. I have no idea what you are talking about. Um, well, if you want some strawberry, um, we don't have any pre-made. Uh, oh, that's okay. You don't worry your sweet little head. No, 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 no. It would only take nope. about 15 minutes. Nope. You're fine. I'll take some beach ones okay, and some raspberry. Fine. Wonderful. So uh, how many of each? How many can you make? Uh, well, we have a half dozen of each already prepared. Yo, I'll take them all. All right, wonderful. That'll be about... Mm, I'll take out two gold pieces and uh, lay oh them no. on there. Oh, no, by, by all means, no, that's way too much. What? It, it's like, um, it's six silver. Okay, well, this one is for the pastries, but that, and then this one is for you, and I hold it up to her. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Oh, my. I will get a new dress today. Oh, thank you so much. <gasps> and she runs off with them. And she she does. She brings back your pastries. You have no idea how much this means to me. Thank you so much. You guys are so crazy. Darling, I'm not going to lie to you. You're looking at the, and I flex my muscles. You're looking at the champion of the fifth floor taking out a cooler. Okay, so mm. I want you to understand something. Your muscles in game are about as much as your muscles in real life. <laughs> Just letting you know. I know. Okay. <laughs> so don't you worry your sweet little head about it, huh? You, you folks are so charitable. I could never repay you. You guys are welcome here absolutely anytime. Anything you want. It's Actually, no too much of a request from us. I do know how you can repay me. Anything. Just name it. Can you give me a kiss on the cheek? Mm. And she just <gasps> runs up and gives you a little well, that was very willing. I like these people. <laughs> so, Marissa. Yeah. Where's uh Mr. Matthew today? Oh, Matthew. Uh, both Matthew and Jax are both out. They actually went down to uh, Zachary's house because they were going to pick up some wheat. You mean the farmer's house? Yes. Um, They might have uh, gotten back from his house a little while ago, but if they did, they're probably at the millstone grounding out the flour. Oh, I see. I was about to say, I was, I was just over at their uh, their house. Anyway, um, so Marissa, yeah. just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened to uh, the family at Harold's Manor? Oh, no, no one really does. All I heard is that they've um, been a little closed shut recently. Did you know reclusive. they're all dead? Pardon me? They're all oh, dead. Yeah, they're all dead. And she gets really, really pale. And she just kind of falls and stumbles and manages to find a store. Um... Oh, well, that's, that's quite a turn of events, and she just... Check this! Do I still have the bite mark on my arm? Uh, Daniel healed somewhat, it. Yeah, I think Daniel healed it last episode. You see right here, right on this part of my arm? Yeah, that's an arm. Uh-huh. It got bitten. Shh, 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 nah, nah. In so, the night. She got bit. By him, and I point to Clyde. <laughs> I didn't, not saying that I wouldn't if she asked, but I don't know if that's her fetish. So we're, I didn't this time. 
Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. Oh, okay. So they passed away, and oh, well, was it, it was it peaceful at least? I bluff. It was very peaceful, and that is a uh thirty total. <sighs> That's what good was, to hear. What was the main guy's name? Oh, Harold. Yeah, Harold is definitely peaceful. I'm very glad. He always seemed rather inquisitive, a little nosy, but. I knew he had a good heart. He was just always trying to get to the bottom of things. Do you know what it was um, that Harold was investigating? Oh, well, he was absolutely fascinated with um, the supernatural. He actually uh, questioned me for a little while. Um, I don't really... Uh... Probably because of your supernatural beauty. <laughs> That's what a lot of people say. Thank you. Um, but... um, Egotistical. <laughs> I'm not... I just think that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> But um, he, he did, he went around, uh, he made his rounds, just about everyone in the town. Everyone knew of Harold. He was a little pushy at times, but he was a sweet guy. He meant well. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I heard that. You did? Yeah, yes. all of us did. The microphone picked it up. Huh. Yeah, it was really loud. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So, Marissa, thank you. Thank you so much for the bread rolls. Um. We'll keep in touch. Thank you for these jelly tarts. I'm going to take two of them. Mm -hmm. Shove them in my mouth at the same time. Roll a fortitude save for me. Does she choke? 19. You somehow managed to prevent the food from asphyxiating you, but you contain it all in your mouth. Unable to talk, though. That's my girl. I love it when she crams it all in. Oh, oh. Okay. I smack, I smack Clyde on the back of the head. Clyde. What? I mean, she likes food and she's not, not ne- afraid Clyde, Clyde. to show it. Clyde. Yeah? Just sh- 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 for a minute. Uh, okay. Just stop. What? But stop. she just stuffed her face I will full explain of that later oh, to you. Okay. Mm, but do you know what my favorite food is? What is it? I'll make it for you for dinner tonight. <laughs> Cream pie. What? Uh, g- never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we'll talk God. more about it later. I'll make it for you for dinner. Later this evening. Clyde, <laughs> <laughs> no! Clyde, no, no, no. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was a little bit... <laughs> okay. So anyway. claps. Well, I'm glad we've all got our bread. Um, we're, we and to- pastries. I'll shove it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like peach. Oh, that was the raspberry. Same difference. Not a big yeah. fan of most fruits. You don't have a very good tongue, do you? I don't know about this one, Snow. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway. Anyway, um, so didn't we? Well, it was less so the food flavor and more so the choking it down my throat. Um, did we have any plans for today? I did. I want to go everywhere. Well, I have a map of everywhere. I don't know if we can. Get to all of it. We should he... probably meet back up with um, Daniel. Where did he go? Does anyone know? He went off on his own? I thought he was still sleeping. Well, knowing him, I feel like he probably woke up earlier. I actually feel great right now, but he probably woke up earlier than all of us. Oh, well, no. He got up around eight. He left. He walked out of his room, went downstairs. Uh, yeah. I, I saw him heading uh, northwest. How do you know that, Wilson? He was outside of your door. Why? Making sure no one disturbed you. <laughs> At eight in the morning? 
Yeah. Until 12 in the afternoon. A lot of people tried to wake you up. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Zana was one of them. Crystal and Grog ran by. We'll we'll talk about this later, Wilson. Okay. Sounds good. Hmm. But, Can um... I see your map, Wilson? Yeah, sure. And he uh, steps over to the table inside the bakery and rolls it out on the table. And mm. you see before you a wonderful map. Hmm. How do you know all these people's names? Ah, because if there's ever a place to get information, it's the barkeep at the local tavern. <laughs> I spent um a little bit uh, this morning while I was uh, waiting um speaking to James, uh, and he's a wealth of information. I'll tell you what he told me uh, just about every type of house there is in the town and who lives there. I I peek over her shoulder at the map. Who drew a kidney in the middle of the map? That is not a kidney. <laughs> People should stop comparing. That is the mayor's house, not his actual house. He has a wall around his house. Oh. To keep the Mexicans out. I don't know if there are any Mexicans in this game. Well, I'm sure well, there's no. some people who just... <laughs> ah. Pretty sure some people well, of Wilson, you're digging a hole. South you're... American and or Central American descent... Throw away Wilson, the shovel. Wilson, you're digging a hole. You should... Purchased nerve gear. Give me, the, give me the shovel. Give it to and me. And are playing the game, but I doubt... I think he built the wall to keep everyone out. I want to go eeny, meeny, miny. Liam number three... All right. Um, what well, what's so special about Liam number three? I don't know. I just think it's interesting that he's number three. There's Zana, Liam. we're not going man hunting right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, technically, you are. You are looking for me. Well, we're not going. We're going to. Hunt. We need to hunt down Daniel. Is Actually, just message Daniel. Daniel. Yes. Where the heck are you? I'm in the blacksmith. You should. Probably get, <laughs> you should probably get out of the blacksmiths building nice. and um we need we need to regather we need to regroup i'm sort of making us armor so we don't get our we all arms. have armor we all have armor i meant armor so our arms don't get bitten off because if i noticed last time all of us except for wilson don't have much protection for our forearms uh i don't think the game lets us equip stuff like that sure you do you put it over your arm and wilson just takes on and off his gauntlet I don't need it, man. It's kind of restrictive. I like go. I go for like the whole uh, less is more approach. Me too. We know. Never mind. I'm switching my my. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, Luke's using my belly button. Belly button. Belly button. Clyde comes up and he pokes your belly. <laughs> All right. Where do you want me to meet you? Never do that again. Let's um. Not your fetish. Well, so far the only. Let's all go back to uh. Let's go uh, meet at the cathedral, at the church place thingy. Got some more questions. <sighs> Bring a steak. Uh, we uh, have to go to the butcher's house first for that, though, Snow. S-T-A-K-E. Yeah, steak. and anyways, Wilson, Clyde speaks up. Why would you need to go to the butcher's for a steak? I've got one right here. And he pulls out a steak. Oh, that's a big Wait, steak. Wait, what kind of steak? 12-ounce ribeye. Why? Did you kill Angus? No. <laughs> first off... <laughs> Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Did, did you just say my horse's name? No, I didn't kill your horse, man. Okay, calm down. Listen, this was from a cow. And Angus some... beef. Yes, but not Angus, because Angus isn't beef. Angus is a horse. This is a different Angus beef. Wait, I'm confused. Angus beef no, is No, 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 I'm talking about who pulled out the beef and said, wait. Clyde did. Oh. Y'all got beef? 
I do got beef. It's the steak right here. Okay. Five points to it. All right. All right. Beyond that, I need an actual steak. I need a physical steak. You know, like the kind of steak that I want to ram through somebody's heart when they make me really angry. That kind of steak. Uh, I mean, or through somebody's face. And Wilson just comes up and like kind of pushes everyone else aside and grabs you. Are you okay? Do we need to have a talk? No. I mean, no. I just... This the, a steak, we, uh, like like a, a, a pole, like a pole. I mean, I have my spear with a rocket on it. Not effective enough. A wooden stake. Honestly, Wouldn't a that... wooden stake to the heart would kill just about anyone. But wouldn't a metal stake, Clyde speaks up, do it a little better? Because, you know, like the puncturing of the body part. Only if it was silver. Because it's reflective and they don't have a reflection. I don't, what, what? what doesn't have, what? A, people don't have, people have, I'm uh, looking uh, in a mirror gonna right move, now. <laughs> we're going to move out of here. Move out of, move out of the bakery, guys. We're talking about the sucky suck boys. You know, the guys that suck. So Clyde? Guys just suck. I take offense to that, Daniel. Yeah, I take offense if to that too. it wasn't true. Are we just all in a group chat right now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All right, we so. We have oh, video. Other thing. Um, well, guys, uh, I, I don't mean to break up your little uh, awkward messaging circle um texting in a circle not even looking up <laughs> is there anything else i could help you with in the bakery i could get you more chairs if you wanted to stay a little longer no thanks nah. no, no, i think we're good thank you marissa all right well have a good day and uh, i guess i'll see you tomorrow then i'll see you tomorrow and i brush your hair on the top of her head all right well bye sana bye oh snow just so you know did you tell her your name mm-hmm. okay i introduced myself it would be rude not yes, to. Daniel. I found out from the blacksmith that there was a doctor here at one point. He left, according to that same blacksmith, a few years ago, just out of the blue, went crazy almost, and just poofed, left by. He was kind of like me. He made prosthetics or something similar to that, and he also had a hobby for puppetry. Wait, you make <gasps> prosthetics? I mean, I make Wilma, so eh, close enough. Did you make Wilma's Wilma a gift from the god? I don't know. If it, what was it? The semile or something? I think. It was a semile. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, somebody made Wilma, and then I took Wilma as my pet project. Oh, so somebody else made Wilma. Got it. Mm. Well, then I rebuilt it, but, you know. Hmm. Yeah, sure. All right. Anyway, okay. So puppetry. Ew, wait. Ooh, Frankenstein. Ooh, that makes me think Frankenstein. So yeah. It's you just... mean Frankenstein's monster? I'm thinking of the story of just Frankenstein. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So it might be something worth checking out. His house. It's kind of abandoned and just sitting there. Wait, he has a house. Okay. The doctor. Yes. Do 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 we just want to go? I look at everyone. Do we just want to go to the doctor's house? The mm-hmm. mayor's house wall, um, the mayor's wall, or uh, back to the church. Okay, well, Snow. Back to the mayor's kidney. If you look at the map, and he pulls out his giant map. I'm very proud of this map, by the way. Um, All three are right here. This is the church. This is the mayor's house. And this is Dr. Vasquez's place. Wilson, Any no offense, points? but this means nothing to me. Okay, he takes you. <laughs> He moves you, he's standing you in the center of the street, and he just turns you, and he's like, and he points as you wheel around, and you see the church, and that's the church, and he points and he turns, that's the mayor's, and you do a little 
bit more of a turn to almost face back towards the bakery. That's Dr. Vasquez's house. Do you want to split up? No, I'm just saying you have options and they're all right here. You're going to split up? But you guys are my OTP. The what? A what? Are we an OTP? What does that mean? Well, it's kind of looking at you quizzically. Uh, uh, we are a bro TP. What does that mean? It means, you know how bros before hoes? Yeah. We're hoes and bros. Original toilet paper? I don't know how that would make sense, <laughs> Snow, but I feel like it's a good use of the acronym. Zodan, what do you mean? Wilson OTP stands for one true pair. So like a pair of hand... I don't know. The weebs on the internet didn't really explain it well. They just said it describes two people. Well, we're two people. Wilson points to Snow and himself. Yeah, OTP. That means we're also two people. I point to Zahn and myself. <laughs> and and then Clyde points, well, we're two people. And he points to Zahn and we're also two people. And he points to Snow. So we're all OTPs. Yay! Okay, so where's Good this for o- you all. Oh, well, Daniel, you're included. And Wilson... Just Wait, just is he with us, us now or something? Yeah. So, well, he, Daniel's walking down the street and because he he's coming from the blacksmith and you're in this center intersection in the middle of town where everything is. And yes, from the blacksmith coming down the street, you do see Daniel and Wilson points. I feel condescended, Wilson. I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry, Snow. It's just you have an issue with directions that I'm trying to help. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It I, is. I, okay, listen. <laughs> don't worry, Snow. We're going to level up your survival skill one of these days. My survival's actually pretty high. Then Wilson. how do you get lost? I have a question. Yes, Zana. What are we doing? Are we going to the mayor's house? Or are we going to this arbitrary doctor that's probably not important. I think the doctor's important. Wait, what if the brains are at the doctor's house? Listen, okay, listen. Doctors and brains go together really well. Well, the doctor... (laughs) I'm just watching a joke. (laughs) Well, the doctor's house is abandoned, so it could house them and no one would ever want to look, but... It's up to you. Let's let doctor's house, everybody. Let's go. <sighs> Fine. Um, was no one paying attention when I told you about the place? It's boarded up. And <laughs> boards don't stop nothing but a game. Boards can't stop the light. That's not what board game mean. No, that's not what board game means. Oh. Um, I, I mean, we could talk to Tobias. I mean, he's kind of the town guard here. Maybe like he could let us in. <gasps> Yo, yes, but can uh can I grab a coffee for him first? I don't see why you couldn't. Yee! Also, Go. uh, this doc, like I told you before, this doctor mainly specialized in making prosthetics. Yeah, I know. He also specialized in puppeteering. And you know, if he's making prosthetics, which are replacements for other bodies, what if he just decided let's pl- replace other people's brains with other brains? Bam. Problem solved. You know what, Snow? I think you got a really solid track of what's going on here in the town. I, I like feel it. like there's some sarcasm in that. No, I'm being serious, Snow. I Wilson detect some sarcasm in, in that. Ah, Wilson pats with the back. The GM, however. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Tobias and see if he can let us in. 
Or... Oh, wait, are we all going to Tobias? Wait. Fine. Wait, wait, wait. I have an alternative. Maybe we, we just... should get permission uh, from the mayor to raid everybody's house. Everyone? Now, okay, the pertinent ones. No, I don't, I don't know how well that's going to work for a number of reasons. Why not? Wilson chimes in. I mean, I also kind of see a problem with it. Yeah, like, listen, first off, isn't the mayor a recluse? And second off, Snow, everyone's like, I get you like to get lost and find yourself in places, but that everyone's house. Now, that's a bit weird for a mayor to be recluse. Like, how did he start his campaign? Um, I mean, for as long as I uh, heard, James said that the mayor's kind of always been in place. He was uh, put there uh, by uh, the queen. He, he was told to govern the town. Uh-huh. I'm going up to the gate. So you just start, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's right there. It is yeah. literally no, straight we... up the road. Uh, so, okay. They never listened to either of us. Well, I mean, they're strong, independent women, women, and they should be revered as such. Is there a lock on the gate? There is a lock on the gate. Hmm. Sebastian? Ring, ring? A bell? Is there a bell? I perception check. That is a 27. You say, Sebastian. Yes, ma'am. You called. Oh, Yo, where the quack did you come from? And you do. You just see a butler with a towel draped in front of him appear next to you on the other side of the gate. Why do I imagine like the Tim Burton um, butler, like the one that's got like a hunchback, long yeah. nose? Yes, ma'am. Yes, he's very, he looks very frail, pale, old, wrinkly. He looks about to be as ancient as this town is old. Your name is Sebastian, I assume. Yes, ma'am. I have some butler questions. I look him up and down and perception check him with that one I was using earlier. Detect <laughs> magic on the butler. 27. Wonderful. You can roll your detect magic at the same time. I don't detect anything. You do not detect any magic, and you do see, as I described before, a rather tall and slender gentleman with a little bit of a hunchback, dressed in very nice clothing, almost a full um, suit with a blazer, a nice tie, a monocle in his right pouch. Uh, as well, he's very combed back, black, sleeked hair, which contrasts his very white complexion. He looks very, very old. Uh, so, Mr. Sebastian... Would the mayor and his wife be in today? It depends on who's asking. I'm asking as well. Well, then as far as that, do you have an appointment with the heads of the household? Yeah. A point. Now, pardon me, children. I would ask you kindly to leave the premises. <laughs> Sebastian, I am buddy. a very busy man. Sebastian, I need, yes. could we make an appointment? Wonderful. Let me look down at the schedule. And he pulls Can out. Can I pull? I want to pull out like notebook. two gold. Okay. And slide it to him. You know, bribing public officials is illegal. Psh, public officials, you're a butler. I'm a Come on. Butler Do they the... really pay you that well? You couldn't use this extra money. They pay me immensely well for their privacy. You can roll diplomacy if you'd like to see if you can raise his uh, opinion of you. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> was it? 13? <laughs> No, very much not so. The next appointment would be in about three and a half weeks. So, um, Sebastian, I pull out the crest that I have on that paper and I say, what can you tell us about Rimadolf? 
The Crest of Rimadol. Yeah. You can look it up at any bookstore or library. I can't read. <laughs> Hi, it's well known Jerry. throughout the histories. Now, if you could... Did I, they know that the Heralds are dead? Or um, the Naples? Please. Naps. <laughs> I would kindly ask you to leave the premises. No one will be opening the front gate. I will write you down, Miss... What was your name? Gladys. Gladys, I will write you down in the book for three and a half weeks from now. Please don't come again. Wait, if I don't come again, then I can't show Other up for the appointment. Other than your appointment, do not pester us. Donna, hmm? this is uh, Snow typing a message. Can you get Alistair to peek in his book and see the name at the top? Alistair, why? Yeah. What? Telep- okay, telepathy with Alistair. Oh, that works way better. Yeah, you're tele- <laughs> you are linked with your bird. Uh, can you see the name in the book? Uh, fly up a little bit. If I fly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just flies and starts to circle around. And he sees that you are the only name written in the book. <laughs> hey, yo, butler. Yes. How many appointments are ahead of us, man? Oh, and numerous. The heads of the household are immensely busy running the entire city and whatnot. Are they dead? No, they are very much alive and well. Are you dead? No, I am very much alive. And well? (laughs) I would be if you left. What about if I write? And I'll write down on my hand. You may write as many strongly worded letters to incentivize them, but I will most certainly advise you not to do so. The more the heads of the household are pestered, the less inclined they are to actually assist you. Uh, so, Sebastian, uh, do you uh, know what happened to the man who was being interviewed or, uh, you know, on trial for digging up his wife's body? I am not the head of the household who made these cl- who made the decisions. Well, we need to talk with that person. And we're you from shall. the press. And you shall, in three and a half weeks, Miss Gladys, adieu. And he starts to walk away. Look at everyone. So, um, do you want to tranquilize him? It sounds like this might be a break-in attempt. Boy, this would be a great time to have some sleeping agent. But somebody thought I was going to use it for date rape. To be fair, that is a No, no, Daniel, not to be fair. Not to be fair. To be fair, Zana, would we really put it past you? Why would I need to date rape someone when I have you? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tone it down. You guys really think so little of me? No, Zana, I know. No, 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 I know you. I know you. We snuggle. We talk about things. That's right, we do. How dare you think so little of her? We She's can't. Great. We don't snuggle with her. How am I supposed to know? All well, right. Do you, you want snu- to snuggle, you snuggle with, me? with both of us tonight? We could. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You won't even give it a chance. I'm a one-on-one kind of person. You want to cuddle, but a cuddle puddle is so refreshing. I don't. I don't. Cuddle puddles are Hold weird. On. So you would be down, Snow, for a one-on-one session of cuddling? I think I'm gonna regret my answer if I say anything. I, I I abstain. What does that mean? That means she pleads the fifth. That's right. That is your right as an American citizen. <laughs> um, I, Wilson, we're not in America. Doesn't Ooh. matter. She is still a citizen in the United States and her physical body is there. I know. I can go to a magic shop. 
they'll probably have something with a sleeping agent that I'd be able to use. That's a good plan. No, uh, Alchemist Shop would probably be better. Oh. Well, they're both in the town. <gasps> really? Where? Well, there's an Alchemist Shop over by the tavern. Is there the Alchemist Shop, though? Where? Uh, the ones you go to? No, those are on other floors. Oh, come on. Where's the magic shop? Uh, the magic shop is right over here. If you go up the street a little bit more, it's behind the mayor's house. What do you think is going on, Daniel? I honestly haven't the slightest clue yet. But I don't Maybe. really know if uh, breaking into his house is the best idea. <laughs> breaking in? But what if we have probable cause? Probable mm. cause is great for any junior detective. <laughs> Shouldn't we just then tell Tobias about that? Tobias is a busy, busy man. He is hardworking. The man desperately needs some coffee that I didn't bring him, so we won't even need a sleeping agent. We, nobody's buried the bodies in the Herald House. Somebody needs to know about it. We should probably tell the law who has to then go to the manor, and we are witnesses. Eh, okay, okay, eh. okay, okay. But see, burying the bodies was never my job. No, I was no, no. never good with that part. They need to know that they were murdered, and then we're witnesses. Were they re? Okay, they hubby murdered everybody, but he went on a crazy rampage, and then he went. We saw <laughs> the dead bodies. Well, he's definitely peaceful. A piece of him there, a piece of him there, a piece of him on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I will have my revenge. Will you? That's so cute. I'll pinch your cheek. So wait, is the plan then now to go to Tobias and tell Tobias about Harold so that we can get Tobias to escort us into the mayor's house? I mean, you could, but I need to get some sleeping agent or something because how helpful would that have been to give to our friend that ran off in the forest? Not very, probably. Oh. Well, I don't know. If we could have knocked him out, we could have maybe treated him. Mm -hmm, like a knockout duct or something? And how easy would it be for me to get that into somebody's system? Extremely. Do you know how much you would need to use without killing him? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that, that's why. That, that, that is a um, good thing to tend to They know. come pre-darted. I've used them plenty of times before in the real world. Uh-huh. 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 Okay, so, so uh, we're going to the alchemists and then Tobias, or are we going to the magic shop? Where, where are we going? Oh, my gosh. And I'm, like, rubbing my temples. Or Snow's rubbing her temples. Okay. All right. We go. Let's go to the alchemist shop mm -hmm. first. And then we will talk to Tobias afterwards. Unless anyone needs something magical, we'll skip the magic shop because we don't have the money for that. Well, <laughs> you don't fair, have the money for um, that. The magic shop is kind of connected to the library as well. We could do some more research about Rimadol there. Ooh, There's great. a library in this town? Uh, a really big one, from what James said. Uh, a large portion of it's a restricted area, though. What is the point of having a library if you can't read all the books? Okay, all restricted right. is just a fancy word for challenge. All right, that's it. We are going to delegate up. We're going to delegate. Who wants to go to the alchemist shop? Me, 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 me. Okay, me. Zana goes to the alchemist oh, shop. I'll go with her then. Clyde, you always go with her. Well, we gotta be in a buddy system, and we're buddies. I can go to well, the library. Link arms. Look at that. We're chummy. Okay. Daniel, you can go to the library. Read, and I hand him the crest, or 
Can somebody make a Seal. copy of this? Oh, uh, yeah, I can make a copy of this. Can and make a copy, please. Wilson starts to draw it. Thanks, Wilson. Okay, Daniel, you're going to go to the library, look up anything you can about the crest and the name, and also um, any history of uh, vampires in the town. I can do that, yeah. Okay, all right. Would you want me to get into the restricted section if Daniel, possible? Yeah. I'm not saying anything, and there's a giant wink. Uh, oh, my God, she's having a seizure. No. No, no. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Without saying anything, Yes, no. I get what you mean. I'm nodding my head. Let's go. Wait, so Snow, what are we doing? We're going to go talk to um Tobias. Tobias. Okay, great. I mean, you can go with Daniel if you need to. Well, I mean, I no one should go alone <laughs> is all I'm saying. But if you, you wanted, Daniel will be fine. We could go. Daniel, do you want some company? I'm fine with or without it. Alistair. Where's Crystal and Grog? Hey, hey, Alistair. Yeah. Do you want to go with him? Not really. <laughs> all right, then. You're I going have... alone, buddy. I think Crystal and Grog are still at the tavern. Are they just living in there? Probably. Well, why don't you message Crystal and Grog and see if they can join you, just for backup purposes and distraction. Yes, Crystal will be very distracting, I'm sure of it. everyone thank you for tuning in all of my wonderful odd listeners and that that's not an insult or a jab uh i'm sure you all are wonderful and lovely people and because you're listening to this podcast i really think that because i really appreciate that we just don't know what to call you yet so i guess uh, the question for this week is uh you guys want a nickname and if so what would it be i i feel like that's a really good thing i i need like a collective noun for all of you like are you a crash are you a troop are you uh, like a pod what do you want to be referred to as um other than our wonderful odd listeners um so this is quentin the gm i just wanted to come out and thank you all for listening and staying tuned in this long i hope you guys are going to enjoy the rest of the episode we really do love putting out great content for all of you and it really does mean a lot to us when we hear and get feedback from you so please do if you are enjoying share this with all your friends we love getting more people roped into this uh we just love growing and getting to spread um our, our thoughts, ideas, and fun with the, the rest of the world. So please, if you are enjoying, share it with a friend or tell us your thoughts and opinions on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us at RollFound. You can also talk to us directly. I know, amazing, at Discord. So you can find our Discord link. It's down in the description. Me and Snow are on there almost every night and some of the other podcast members will pop in from time to time. Um, and we love to give shout outs to all our fans like The Blind Rat. He just showed up this week. He was a really great guy. We didn't get to talk to him too much. I think he was a little busy, but, you know, we also saw um, our other good friend, Anthony, on there, who's been a huge supporter of the podcast ever since the beginning. So shout out to you two. You've been really great fans. And anyone else who isn't there yet, get there so I can give your name out into the podcast, too, because we love interacting with you and getting to know you guys better and to get your feel for what you think of the podcast. So please do check us out on Discord, Twitter, and Instagram. All the links are down below. And if you have any questions about the podcast or want to know anything specific um, about the story or about the people themselves in the podcast and want it to be a featured question in one of these mid-rolls, you can check that out 
at bit.ly forward slash ask MRPF, or you can post it on our Discord and we'll give you guys a shout out. So I hope you all enjoyed listening to the first half of this episode and I hope you enjoy the second half even more. Bye guys. Stay tuned. All right, so the first person we're going to go off to is going to be Daniel. Congratulations, Daniel. Yay. You're first in something, first in the queue. So you are headed over to the library. I'm going to message Grog and Crystal and ask them if they want to come. Um, or- I mean, we could. We're kind of out and about doing things and stuff. No, we're not. I mean, we kind of just like wander around the town aimlessly grabbing ham. Grog can't type. Yeah, why do you think I'm using the voice chat? There's no voice chat option. This is a lie. Well, right. didn't we use one when Crystal was trying to kill everyone? And it's so place? weird. Makes no sense. What system does this game have? What do you yes. mean? It has a built-in voice chat system. All right. Okay, so Daniel, yeah, we'll meet up with you. Uh, don't be surprised if you see a couple of goat legs on a rope, though. Okay. You, you, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, so you make your way over to the library, which is an interesting building. Uh, uh, Wilson gave you directions, and you noticed it as soon as you saw it because he said it's the most interesting building in town. You followed the main street road all the way up, um, almost to the furthest part of the town, which you notice that the library is connected to the mayor's house, interestingly enough. Um, And you finally see the building, and it's a building made of a bunch of smaller buildings. They all seem interconnected, though. Like, each building is bigger than the other one, eating it, almost. It's kind of strange. The first one that you reach looks more like a small hovel more than anything else, but then it kind of gets consumed almost by this overhanging larger rectangular building. All of it, though, is matching the same aesthetic, and that's why you know it's meant to be all one, because it's made out of the same cobblestone, wood, um, and, like, spruce trim. And you get up to it, and you see that it's a smaller building, the somewhat larger building, which is connected to a giant cylindrical tower, almost. And you make your way up to the front door. Have I noticed that the library is connected to the mayor's house? Before now? Yes, you have. Okay, just making sure. I guess I'm going to try opening the door. All right. You open your door. You open your door to the library, and there's a nice little bell. Hello? Hello? Anybody here? Oh, why, yes. Um, just give me a minute. Hi. What's your name? And before you, as you are walking through the entranceway, it's kind of cramped and small in here, but eventually you walk through and the room opens up and there's a counter before you and out from behind it walks uh, a rather thin, short man, um, only about five foot four, wearing uh, glasses and a button-down sh- shirt with pants. He has bowl-cut hair and he greets you. Welcome to the library. Hey, uh, so I'm looking for books about a certain symbol. Ah, well, most people come in here looking for books, that's for sure. Um, I can help you out, though. I'm going to show them the symbol. Ah, the Crest of Rimadol. Yes, uh, we've seen that around. Um, I'm sure we have a couple of books. Um, you're going to want to go to the history section and try and look um, between codes 11 and 13. That'll be ancient histories, mostly. Uh, that crest hasn't been used for uh, a couple of centuries now, so it's uh, going to be in the, some of the older texts. 
All right, sounds good. I'm just gonna wait here for now because I have a few other friends coming. Just All right, um, yeah, just free. Feel free to peruse around. Just um, read the signs and make sure you don't wander into anywhere you're not supposed to. As an employee's entrance, don't use that. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna wait for Crystal and Gronk to show up so they don't like do anything bad. So you're sitting on a bench outside by the front desk of this library, and you see behind um this larger opening and behind the desk uh, kind of like wraps all the way around the desk does in this building. Um, but past it, you notice it does open up into that large cylindrical room, which you have yet to go into. You turn your attention over to the front entrance where you came through and you just hear a boom. Oh, I know to duck, it doesn't help when you duck and you're still six feet tall. All right, just, just get, can I just barge the door down? Isn't there a side entrance? Can I open the door for Grog? Yes, you open the door and you can see Grog's collarbone. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm up here and it's down there, so not very well. Here, hold my lamp. And he hands you a string of goat legs. Wait, is he only six feet tall? Hmm? The door frame's only six feet tall. Oh. Grog's seven foot two. He's a basketball player, man. He's a tall boy. Anyway, Grog just squat like crab walk in here i don't care how you do it just get barrel roll like do a barrel roll okay actually the game you're referring to that that's an aileron roll what are you even knowing about i didn't say anything about lebron james okay never mind ignore me all right well and then you just see grog lay down on the ground and start like inching his way into the building oh all right oh, okay. i learned this in the army we got just get a little army crawl going on. He slowly just inchworms his way in. Uh, sure. I'm just going to keep holding his goat legs. <laughs> so you do. You've been handed five detached goat legs on a rope, by the way. Fantastic. And you make your way into the library with the two of them. I'm going to give Grog his goat legs back. Oh, well, thank you. I need my snack. And he just throws it over his shoulder. I told you not to eat the goat legs. Those are for the wolves. Oh, so are you guys going to try and lure Sal back with well, goat I legs? Mean, hopefully. I mean, he's going to have to eat some time, and everyone knows werewolves love goats. I didn't know you cared for him that much. I don't. He's stupid, but if he's going to die, it might as well be by my poisoned goat legs. I'm kidding. I didn't poison them yet. And if I did, it would only be with a sleeping agent, which he never wakes up from... Oh, okay. I'm kidding. No, they're just for him to so make sure he doesn't starve because he's a he's a member of the guild. <laughs> he's the he's the mm. all right. So, um, I'm gonna wait here with the goat legs. You all can go read the pretty pictures. If anything happens, just like stand up and break the roof. I mean, you can. The librarian probably won't be too happy about that, but I guess you can. But if I'm outside the building, right, follow me here, I could probably see the town guard and shout for help. Yeah, that would work, I guess. All right, we got, we're on the same page, get it? Because we're in I a think, library. I, th I think. Pages. Ah, I see what you did there. All right, Greg, please stop trying to make puns. You're worse than my grandfather. Okay. I appreciate the effort, Grog. So Grog kind of just sits crisscross applesauce on the floor. 
So I'm going to go back to the history section between 11 and 13 and try looking for the crest. All right. Uh, Crystal follows you over there. Um, you do see uh, this is an entirely cylindrical building, but about a third of it is caged off. Mm. So you have this perfect circle and you can't access a third of it no matter which floor you go on. Mm, suspicioso. It has it's it is literally under lock and key. There is a physical wall barring you from entering. Uh, mostly glass with um iron bars, except for the door handle, which is also made out of uh, iron. So we can see through. It's glass, so we can see. Yeah, through you can it. see through it. You can see the books inside. You can't read the contents of any. Darn. Okay, are we? I assume we're able to find the books we're looking for. Though. Yes, you are okay. up on the third floor. This uh, building actually has seven. Very tall, actually. On the third floor, you do eventually find a bookshelf, lay 11, 12, and 13. All right, I'm going to open them and try reading them and see what's inside about the seal, the family, and if there were any vampiric tendencies. Oh, well, so you... what? The numbers 11 and 13 are bookshelves. Oh. Shelves of oh, books. I misunderstood. Not book numbers. Oh, yes, there's a lot of contents on ancient history. I'm going to show the seal to Crystal. And Crystal? Yeah? You could try finding this. Um, okay, sure. I found it. It's in your hand. <sighs> you could find this on a book. Oh, okay, sure. And try and read up about it and see if there's any vampiric tendencies in the family. Well, what are you going to do? The same thing. Oh, okay. In oh. just different location. Because, well, we need to cover ground because there's a... But ton of books, and we don't have that much time. 273, if I'm correct. There's three full bookshelves on ancient history. But remember, we're only looking for the ones with this seal on it. But then again, they might not all be in the cover. So probably check the um, table of contents. Yeah. But also the index. Yeah. Probably be really useful. Um, and also anything that refers to Rimadolv. Or vampires, perhaps. Might be a useful thing. I don't know if that's going to be in ancient history, but okay. Fair point. What would that be in? Supernatural, mythology, uh, crazy man wrote this. Oh, fiction. Oh, good call. Shout out. Snow. Shout out. Snow. There we go. You're not in the, you're not here, but thanks anyways, honey. You're welcome, darling. We have pet names for each other after our doggies. Okay. I'm just so. remembering this like, oh, yes, that. Hmm. Okay, so um, I'm going to go look over here. And she runs over to shelf 13. I'm going to go look at shelf 11. All right. So you're um, still relatively in the same quadrant as one another, but please do roll uh, three D20s. So just roll three and give me your total of each one. What's your three numbers? Nine, 18, six. So. Okay. Do you have anything in knowledge history? Nope. Uh, well, okay. Add your intelligence modifier to it then. Uh, so that's a nine. 42 total. No, no, no. Don't add all three of the numbers together. Just add your intelligence to each one of those numbers and tell me all three what they would be. What's your intelligence? Intelligence modifier is a nine. That would be... 18, 27, and 15. Right. Okay. There we go. Um, you are able to recollect a little bit over reading the ancient history text. You do eventually find one of the books has the crystal on top of it. And it goes into a deep, 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 deep family tree spanning over two dozen generations of the Rimadol family. 
and you learned that the the latest of the Rimadol family is named Irvanak. Is there any other information about him? Uh, her. Gosh, Daniel. This is 2019. Is it uh, in game, though? You know, no, we're past like, that. I think we're 20... 2024 or something was yeah. that? Yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, let me see if I can find... You do, you also find her parents' name, which is Rimadolf, hence the seal of Rimadolf. And Rimadolf was the Tsar of the land who passed the title down to his only remaining child, as you found out by the family tree. He actually had five children but she was the only one to survive. Uh, and he had a wife, Jusatina. So she's the current czar? Or she's, she... Yes. Uh, okay. Iravanak is the current czar of the land. Is there any other information about her, perhaps? Uh, this is just a family tree, so you found out who her parents and siblings are. Cool. Well, I guess I'm going to look for stuff about her, or more specifically her, in case that would help narrow it down in the books. Okay. Um, How's Crystal doing? Ooh, ooh, I found something. I found something. Yeah, what is it? Um, apparently, everyone was killed. Very sad, tragic tale. Um, apparently, this land's been invaded like a bajillion times, and the reason the people who are SARS generally stay SARS or become SARS are because uh, they're the people who are able to uh, fend off the bad guys who want to, like, kill everyone in here. Hmm, okay. So it's a high war... Well, it was until the latest Tsar who completely wiped out their enemies. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, apparently this era of a knock chick is baller because she put in work and, like, conquered almost all the land that the Empire currently now has and slaughtered, like, thousands of people just by her own bare hands, not including the ones she would let her soldiers on to wipe out her enemies. She has bare hands? Um, she has hands without gloves. Apparently, she's, like, amazing on the battlefield. She is both feared and revered, but loved by everyone here. So saith the textbooks, but then again, aren't textbooks biased? Technically, everything is biased. Anyways, so that's what I found. Apparently, uh, her whole family was killed, almost, uh, in the last uh, um, raiding of the invasion of the uh, people who stormed in here. Uh, But afterwards, uh, she kind of went missing for a little while and then came back and killed them all. So, you know, that was cool. Interesting. Hmm. Well, it's not really that helpful to what we're doing right now. So I guess we're going to go up and look about vampires now, because this hasn't really been all that useful to what we're doing, honestly. I mean, we got textbook. We Did you find anything? I mean, I found that she existed in a bit of her family tree, but... Hey, look at that. You found something useful. A little, yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Well... I mean, we know a little bit more about the queen and that she's a total baller. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of a bonus. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, the, the fiction section. Oh, you know, I just realized I should have looked uh, deeper into her family tree, like the start of it. Maybe that might help. But I mean, you could. Mm, if we need to, we'll just come back. Yeah, I mean, the book will probably still be here. All right. So you do, you eventually make your way over, um, parsing through a bunch of books, and you find out vampire stuff about vampires, because, you know, they've kind of been a thing for a while, like, just around, so standard vampire lore, mythology kind of thing, they don't like garlic, kind of die to sunlight, steaks kill them, mm. uh, mortal enemies to werewolves, 
uh, mind control transformation vampire stuff. Do they have any specific connection to the family? I mean, from what you you only found a couple of books and they seem kind of like new agey. Yeah, I know. Vampires, new age concept, man. It's like the break, like there's there's the new hit single, Vampires. Weed um, is old news. Basically. So, like before you you would see like you're in this fiction aisle and you're seeing a lot of things about like witches and ghosts, like supernatural things, but there are only a few books on vampires and they seem really recently written. But they all seem to be mostly made up. So what we're getting at here is vampires are kind of new, I think, perhaps. Um, well, I mean... Or at least the books that are on them are. I mean, a lot of the things that are the supernatural are grasps at attempting to explain things that we don't understand. So, I mean, it could just be because people are being drained of their blood that people don't know why and they're looking for an explanation to it. Uh, so what can we do? So while you guys are reading up on that, um, we're actually going to take a cutaway real quick to Zana. You and Clyde are going to the alchemist shop and you are making your way down. You're heading from the main intersection and you were told by Wilson to go down by the tavern. But as you are going there, make the first left before you get to the tavern and walk to the end of that street and you'll see a quaint little house with a garden. Alrighty then. Following his instructions, you go down the cobblestone path, and eventually you do. You see this quaint little cylindrical house with a nice tapered roof, vines and plants growing all around it, and a small little white picket fence encaging a garden. Seems like it's almost trying to break out, but seems very vibrant and beautiful, very much alive. This is what I expect from an alchemist's house, actually. So you make your way up, and you see the front door has two wonderful windows And there are many windows also on top of the roof Mm -hmm. as it is letting light pour in and you enter the front door. Somebody likes their sunlight. I'm betting that this guy isn't a vampire. Yeah, I mean, unless, and hear me out, he found a new plant that makes vampires, what's the word I'm looking for, immune to sunlight, basically. I was looking for a better word, but that's the one I found. Even I'm not immune to sunlight. I get burnt as heck. That person who found this cure would probably be super rich if they sold it as sunscreen. Eat this plant, don't get sunburned. Hmm. Money. Well, uh, do we do we knock on the door? Uh, we... It's a shop. I think we walk in. I'm going to knock and then walk in, okay? That's polite. I like it. You can't go wrong with that. And then after I knock, I walk in. Okay. You make your way in. Perfectly cylindrical place with a counter in the back and shelves wrapping around the entire store. Perception? Go for it. Ooh, nice. 27. You see, this place is very vibrant. Um, There are plants growing inside as well, which is why the sunlight is pouring in. You see small little ornate water features uh, feeding all of the plants and numerous different types. This is doubling as an alchemist shop, also as basically um, a home interior garden. Um, And people look like they could buy their fertilizer and all kinds of needs here. And you do see behind the counter, there is a ancient looking lady. Oh, hey, hello there, dear. Um, I need your help with something. Oh, just a minute now. Let me see what I can do for you. And this frail little old lady kind of hunched over. She's only about four foot eight. Is hobbling over along with a little wooden crane. Ca- oh, a little wooden cane making her way over to you. Oh, let me just get my glasses. She puts them. 
Oh, aren't you just lovely? You're like a tulip in spring. Is there anything I can do for you? Mm, a perennial flower. Thank you. I see you know a little bit about gardening. Wonderful. Are you here for fertilizer, seeds? Nah, I know the best type of fertilizer. Anyway, uh, I'm actually looking for the alchemist? Well, you're looking at her. Don't think every plant looks like the same. Yeah. Anyway, do you have anything like a potion or some powder... I need a sleeping agent, a strong one. Let me tell you, hon, I got some severe insomnia. Oh, I want something no, that I can take and knock me out. I don't you uh, it's beauty rest is very important for a lovely lady of your age. <laughs> yeah, why do you think I look like I do right now? Oh, you look absolutely divine, darling. Here, look, let me... I'll just come over here to the counter. And she takes you by the hand and she kind of, like, dutes you along. I, I whispered uh, to, um... Was it... Clyde? <laughs> I was going to say Claude. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I whispered to Clyde, She smells like cookies and roses. Probably because she bakes in her free time and owns a flower shop. All right, come here, dearie. And she pulls out a little mortar and pastel. Is that what it, how it's pronounced? Pistol. She pulls out a little mortal and... Mortar. And pistol. She's going to shoot someone. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out a little mortar. I can't say it. She, she pulls, pulls out, out the little stupid little mortal. bowl thingy and the hammer that you crush the plants with. I know what it's called. I can't say it, though. She pulls out a mortar and pistol. And she slowly starts to ground up some plants, mixing in herbs and pouring in a little bit of liquid, which seems to be nectar from a plant as well. Mm. Eventually, she pours it in a little vial. I think that'll do the trick for you. I hope your headaches go away. I didn't say nothing about headaches. You said migraines, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I said I have severe insomnia. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So much goes around this town, uh... I've been here a long while. I've helped a lot of people. I, I can take the thing for the migraines, too. Oh, sure. Uh, well, let me just wipe up the batch for the insomnia, then. Um, I'm going to need a big batch. Not going to lie to you. Oh, well, I, I mean, you could just, I don't know how much I can whip up right now. Um, um, as much as you can, I'll pay you handsomely. Uh, if you need more, just feel free to come back. And she walks into the back, and she comes back with a little bottle. Oh, this is about all I have. It's a nice little sleeping agent. Um, How fast can this knock me out? Ah, well, most people, if they're trying to rest, it normally only takes a couple of minutes for them to fall asleep. Fair enough. How much do I need to take? Oh, just a few ounces. If you drink it, should do just the trick. Okay. Normally, it's best not to do it on an empty stomach, though. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry, I got these jelly tarts. (laughs) Oh, I see you've been to the baker. How is young Matthew doing? Uh, I didn't meet a Matthew. I met a lovely-looking little lady, though. Oh, you must mean Marissa. She is just divine. She mm-hmm. comes in here to purchase flowers from me almost weekly. She likes to put them in a little vase by the window in the bakery. Anyway, um, how much do I owe you? Oh, just, uh, a f- five gold, trivial amount. I give her five gold. Wonderful. Well, let me know if there's anything else I can do for you, dearie. All right, thanks. I'll walk out of the shop. Okay. How big is this vial? Uh, it looks like it has 
She said you need to drink a few fluid ounces. It looks like it has enough for five doses. This is a little bit too small, you know? You know? Uh, I mean, that's 15 fluid ounces. I've seen soda cans smaller than that. I was looking for something with a little bit more punch. Did you want like nine gallons of chloroform? Like, no. what, what were you expecting? Mm, I don't know. Can we try the magic shop? I mean, I guess we could. That's over in the way of the library anyways. So oh, it could sweet. Work. Let's go. All right. So you both start walking your way over to the magic shop, mm-hmm. which you see is not only near the library, is connected to the library. Huh. Would you look at that? I'm bad at drawing. Don't look at it. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we should check this out. Maybe we can help Daniel or not. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I mean, we might find something useful. We'll find out. All right, let's go. Okay, so you make your way into the magic shop and you do see as you're entering that there is another side door, which does look like it connects to the library. Hmm. After walking in, you see all weird manner of ornaments, knickknacks, um, kind of unsettling. Small bones of sorts, looks like of birds or whatnot. You see things that look like they honestly belonged in the alchemist shop. Some strange plants, oddly decorated books, um, dolls, all kinds of weird things. Okay. Uh, would, would a perception even get me any more than that? Oh, not really. And the, the strangest thing is, the motif of this place is rather dreary, immensely dark, curtains blotting out most of the sunlight, and glass counters containing a lot of valuable items, it seems, but no one's in here besides you and Clyde. Hello? Hello? Uh, hello. And you see another older gentleman. Gray hair, kind of like striggly around Kind of like a mad scientist vibe, but a little bit more kempt. Wearing a dark cloak and a monocle. Uh, hi. Hello. Can I interest you in anything? Yes, you can. Is there something that you need? I need something to make me be able to put someone and or myself to sleep. Then it looks like you need sleep. You ain't got any magical items? Yeah, it's called sleep. It's a spell. Oh. I'm a wizard. He shakes his hand and his cloak kind of droops down. <laughs> he makes sparkles appear. Can I even learn spells? No. You're not a wizard. Do you want to be a wizard? No. Then you're not a wizard. I like who I am. I'll take one of my daggers out, whirl it around my fingers, lick the blade. Roll Cuts a herself. dexterity. <laughs> Uh, 18 base. Oh, okay, you're fine. You do not cut your tongue with your dagger. Well then, it looks like you need a scroll of sleep. What does that do? The scroll. What does it do? Of sleep. What does it do? Sleep's a spell. It's on a scroll. Take the scroll. You take the scroll. Mm -hmm. You break the seal. You open the scroll. And I don't care what you yell. You could just yell sleep and bam, the thing's asleep. Does it only work once? Yeah, it's a scroll of sleep. What do you want from me? How many scrolls of sleep you got? I don't know. I can poop them out if you want it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll take ten. <laughs> Look at me. How how much would ten run me? You're an idiot. <laughs> I like how all I have to do is just give you a look. What? <laughs> what did you look at him like? I don't know. I have probably a couple dozen in the back. How much would uh, 10 cost me? 500 gold. You got yourself a deal. All right. After coming from the back, you see him carrying a nice little wrapped bundle of scrolls. They're wrapped in twine, and each of them you see there's a little red seal binding them closed but you now have ten scrolls of sleep. Is there anything else you want to interest me in? I mean, there's a whole store of magical items I don't know what you're interested in. I don't know. What do you think I'm interested in? You've got a bird there. Yeah, his name is Alistair. Do you want a pet bird? And he snaps his fingers. And you see the bones of a bird animate themselves in a bowl. Mm, No, put that thing away. Oh, sorry, Charles. I think my Alistair is good enough for me. I don't know. Do you have any cool rings that are not cursed? Uh, the non-cursed variety, dang it. All right, you yeah, have got a couple of those. Anything you're looking for in particular? I don't know. What do you got? Oh, let me see. Just move that out of the way. <laughs> oh, well, not much in my inventory. Wait, wait, you went to a magic shop for just random rings? I want to get you a ring, but I don't know what you would want, so I'm going to let him list off things and see if there's anything that you might want or need. I want to tell Clyde so bad. I I rolled for this, by the way. I rolled for this before you said anything. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I've got this one last ring in the shelf. It's kind of like made of twigs, but it's it's kind of quaint. Um, It's a ring of guidance. Perfect. Uh, How much does it cost? 15 gold. It's magically enchanted. Sold. All right, wonderful. And he hands you a ring size four and three quarters. Wow, a small ring. Very small ring. Fit a pinky or something. Oh, it belonged to a child, so the child would not get lost in the woods. Aww. That child's probably dead, right? Oh, I, I don't know how it came in my possession. All I know is that it was dropped off here. <laughs> I, I did a little arcana to see what it did, and it's a ring of guidance. Mm, all right. Well, it's so what do you spine, no? Oh, wonderful. Well, I hope it serves you well. Don't get lost in the woods, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so judged right now. I'm going to message Snow. Hey, Snow. Snow. How many Y's? Three. Oh, three. She wants something. What do you want, Zana? I want to please you. Um. I got you a present. Uh, oh, oh, okay. You not want a present? I'm in the middle of talking. Hold on. But I want to give you a present. Send it to my inventory. I'll get No, it needs to be given to him person. Okay. I wanted to tell Clyde to talk to the wizard about the bone dragon thing he got from I was thinking about that. Okay, good. I wasn't the only one. The bowl. Yes. The bones. Hey Clyde. Yeah. You know that thing he did with the bird? Yeah. Yeah, it looked like your little weird dragon thing. Oh my gosh, you're right. Hey, uh, wizard man. And he pulls the bowl out of his bag. 
you know anything about this? It kind of looks like a bird trick, but it's with different bones. Oh, I... You're right. It's literally the same thing. It's just on a much larger scale. It's quite impressive that you found this. Have you found a way to reuse it? No, that's kind of why I'm asking you. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, that'll be the issue then. If the creature inside the bowl leaves the bowl, it only has a short period of time. If it doesn't return to the bowl in that span of time, it'll turn to dust. You'll never be able to see it again. Well, that kind of sucks, doesn't it? Can't we, like, fix that? Make it not turn to... No. That's how the magic works. You think that we could just animate things willy-nilly? Uh, yeah. We're wizards. We have science behind this. There's, like, alchemical formulas and, like, d- divine forces and shiznay. You're telling me that magic... Has science behind I mean, like, it? Kind of, I don't believe in science. I can't just snap my fingers and raise someone from the dead. What do you think, me, a cleric? I don't believe in science. I, I've i seen way too many things to believe wait, in wait, something wait, wait, as wait. mythical you, as science. Didn't you just say you didn't believe in ghosts? What do you believe in? Yes. I believe in Danny DeVito. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Is that like your local town crier? No. It's Danny DeVito. All right, well, you have, you have, <laughs> just, just say the name, just turn it. It's Danny DeVito. Why don't you go have fun with your Danny DeVito or anything else where I can interest you? Do you have anything of allure? Allure? <laughs> yeah, like, like, like some really good earrings that would make a lot of people attracted to me. I've got this anklet. What's it do? It's got pheromones in it. What do pheromones do? What do you mean what do pheromones do? I told you, this is science. Everything releases pheromones. It's your sexy particles. (laughs) (laughs) Just this old wizard going into... So if I have this, people will think I'm a sexy particle? No, no, no. It releases sexy particles. (laughs) (laughs) Release the sexy particle. <laughs> Shut up. It releases sexy particles, which will allure things to you. Mostly men, but I can't be certain. That will do the trick. How much? 150 gold. Sold. But I got gold for days. I got gold for days. <sighs> Thank you. I'll put it on the anklet right away. Clyde starts to inch closer to you. Do you think it looks nice? He just looks you up and down. Yeah, that looks uh, real nice. Um, so, hey, how's it going? You want to, like, blow this popsicle stand? You, like, do something elsewhere in areas <laughs> privately? Stop. <laughs> well, I can tell you it's working. <laughs> Look, you just seduced your young male friend there. Seduced him. It did nothing. Well, now you just gave him an erection lasting longer than four hours. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not. We don't know how long it'll last yet. Well, like, you go, you kids go have I'm, fun. I'm, I'm gonna take it off. Oh. And um, we're saving <laughs> this. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, that'll only last for fifteen minutes. It can only put out so much pheromones. Once it's out, it's out. It's 
Okay, well, like, I'm not going to use all of it now. Well, there you go. You only have 15 minutes of use. I probably should have told you that before you bought it, but you already paid me. It was come back and get another one. 15 gold for 15 150. minutes. 150. What are you looking Oh. Yeah, read the paper. You signed the document. Thanks for the gold. Get out of my shop. <laughs> Unless you want to buy more things, by all means, spend all your money here. <laughs> I wonder what would happen if you put the bracelet on. The anklet? I would be completely irresistible. <laughs> Zana couldn't resist. No, I'd be able to resist. It's not my you don't, fetish. You mean you don't want to get with all this? <laughs> all two feet of it? I'm a little bit taller than that. And by that, I mean I'm like almost triple that. Oh, you're four feet? That's not triple. Okay, you don't understand magic. You don't understand math. Just what are you on? Just get okay. out of your shop with your boner, man. It's receding now that she took it off. Calm down, Clyde. Calm down. What do you think it's trying to do? <laughs> we don't want another pomegranate situation. Pomegranate. It looks like you took that one for pomegranate. <laughs> it was pomegranate night. Oh, gosh. Is that how you got out? Oh, just enough with your bad jokes. Get out of my shop. <laughs> Goodbye. Hope you have a great day. Please I'll come again. I'll think about it. All right, you do that. No, I won't have a great day. I'll have a fantastic day. I don't really care. Thank I you know. for your thank you for your patronage. Thank you for your face. Bye. You're welcome. Slam. You leave the, sh- the magic shop. I was going into the library, by the way. Oh, okay. So you make your way into the library. Should we should we help Daniel? And with this, we pan over to Snow, who has made her way after multiple wrong turns. Finally. Getting to Tobias' house. What? Wilson was there. Wilson Wilson has been making you not take those wrong turns. You try and, like, go back. Snow, listen. I know you think you know where you're going. There's a reason why I guide you. It's so that you don't go into that back alley and try and pet a stray cat. Okay. This is oddly specific. Because it just happened, Daniel. I feel personally attacked, Wilson. I don't appreciate that. No, no, no. I I love your sense of adventure. It's really admirable. But you'd think that with such a sense of adventure, you'd understand how to get back to where you were. But that's why I'm here. So that together you can adventure and I can always bring you back safe. Oh, okay. Anyway, it looks like... Hey, look, it's Tobias. Hey, there is Tobias. Okay, well, well, let's uh, let's go say hi. I mean, he's kind of who we want to talk to, anyways. All right, let me get my. Do we bring him coffee? Good cop one. All right. Well, wait, if you're a good cop, what am I? You're mediocre cop. But I, I feel like I'm better than mediocre. I feel like I could pull this off. What? Give me, give me a roll. Half decent cop. I'm, I'm better than that too. Just give me a roll. Background music. Okay, I got this. <laughs> I got this. No. Go, Snow. Go. We Are got you serious? This. Yeah. Okay. So and he pushes you towards Tobias. So Tobias, hello. Oh, wait, I'm trying to find his voice. Where it was it? Was that Raspy? It was Raspy. Right here. All right. Hello, uh, Snow. How's it going? I think that's the blacksmith. Is it? No, it's Tobias. Oh, is it? I think so. I hope so. I don't know other voices anymore. Not in my head. Oh well, you should really get that fixed. Uh, so Probably Tobias. Should. All right, what can I do you for? Uh, so we went over to Harold's Manor. You know. Oh, wonderful. Knocked on the door. What the screaming was about bloody noise. We knocked on the door. Door. No response. When uh, what do you expect? The door kind of was slightly ajar, we noticed. Uh-huh. We found bodies in the house. I would assume so. People live there. Dead. 
bodies. Oh my goodness. What do you mean you found dead bodies? Well, we couldn't, we didn't find his wife, right, Wilson? Did we find the wife? We didn't find the wife, did uh, we? Yeah, we found the wife. She we was did? stabbed in the back in the kitchen. That's right. She was stabbed oh, wait, in the back in right. the kitchen. I, gotta, I got background noise. No, 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 Wilson, stop, stop. Keep going, Snow. I got this. It's a good beat. You just go roll with it. Wilson, please stop. No, Snow, you ruined it. Get it. Trust me. I, I could keep this going for like ever. Okay, so we found the body in the kitchen. Stop, Wilson. Oh, I can't do it. it. I thought this was really setting the mood. No, Wilson, are, it's are the you opposite. kids all right? No. Okay. Um, You're hurt? Do we need to take you to the doctor? No. Emotionally tra- uh, traumatized by the fact that our friend turned into a werewolf and ran away last night. Oh, my jeebus. Well, then. Yeah. So, uh... That, what is going on? Is it, are, where is he? Do you mind if we see him? We haven't had any sightings of that nature. He ran off into the wilderness. You did say that. Okay. Well, you know, that's what four hours of sleep will get you. Um, but we, uh, we found the children Okay. in a crate, stuffed in a box. Well, technically, they weren't in a crate. They were in their toy box. Which but, is a box. Yes, but not a crate. Okay, listen. It's the and same And also, you difference. said crate in a box. Okay. But Fine, continue, Wilson, Snow. why don't you continue? No, no. <laughs> Do I have magical silence? No, I don't. Ooh, I cast Crushing Despair. <laughs> what? I cast Crushing Despair. What does that do? Read that off to me. All right. <laughs> I'm casting it on Wilson, though. <laughs> what level is it? What's the will save? It is a level three spell. Okay, we'll And save. the spell save is a 16. Okay, tell me the effect. Okay. I'm sorry, Wilson. An invisible cone of despair causes great sadness in the subjects. <laughs> Each affected creature takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls, blah, blah, blah. But it's just, um, yeah. It makes him sad. And makes depressed. him uber sad, so he'll stop. So I guess he's going to oh. have to have a Wilson saving throw. Get out of here, Daniel. We don't need that. We don't need that kind of content in my podcast. Bye. No, Daniel. You notice Wilson. Stop suddenly. I didn't have magical Put silence. Put his hands down and just sit on the ground, curled up. Wilson, I don't know how to break spells. <laughs> uh, yes, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, this will last for about eight minutes. <laughs> well, you know, this has already felt like an eternity, so what's wrong with eight more minutes? Okay, I'll sit down with him and like hold his hand. Uh, just like it's okay. All right, so Tobias, why don't you just join us here on the ground? So we're um, all. I mean, I, I've got a shift to get to. It's fine. Let's just have a chat really quick. Uh, okay, sure. I mean, you you alerted me to dead bodies. There I was are dead bodies. Go investigate that. Okay, so there are dead bodies. Um, the children were inside of their toy box, and okay, we found we found Daddy. All right. In the a secret room. Right. In the basement. So where's the room so I can not be? A we'll secret go with go you. But just uh, so you know... Um, actually, you shouldn't be tainting a crime scene. Well, I can't taint a crime scene if I was already there investigating. Well, you already tainted it too much, so you should really stop. Anyway, there was also something else in the basement. Uh, I'm sure I'll see it when I get there. I don't... Did the, did the body disintegrate? Yeah. Oh. You won't see it. The, then how you might, do I actually, know no. Okay, when you get there, you will see that there may be a pile of ash and chains that were kind of around the ash in a really weird area. So someone was smoking a cigar. No. We met a vampire. A what? A vampire. A what? A vampire. Are you sure you weren't on acid? <laughs> Wilson? Oh, wait, never mind. Right now you're depressed. What do you need, Stone? Can I help you? Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
You made the man depressed Don't just worry, to get Snow. him to stop beatboxing. It's not your fault. It's mine. I know that. What if we just move out of this cone of despair? <laughs> just just finish your here. interrogation. All right. Anyway, let's let's move out of this little circle area that I've created here. Come on. Come on, Wilson. Okay. So you pull him out of the area and his demeanor does not change. Oh, well. You played yourself. I probably did. I'm sorry, Wilson. No, Snow, like I said, it's not your fault. I could have done more. Could have done better. Maybe Sal wouldn't have gotten hurt. Almost didn't die, you know? Everyone's gotten hurt. Sana's bird. A couple people got lost. And I mean, it's just... This whole time, I just... I, I thought... Yo, yo, Wilson. I've kind of been... I haven't been taking it seriously enough. I could have been... I could have charged head in and done more. You're fine. I... The mo- I don't, this is, the. I don't do emotions. <laughs> <laughs> emotions, what do, thing. Uh, uh, okay, um. Snow, if, if you don't mind, I'm just going to go back to the tavern. And drink away your sorrows? And leave her to, to not <laughs> get back to the tavern? I mean, all right. I guess we can just stay together then and take him to what we were doing. Uh, I wasted a level three spell to make my friend depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> you played yourself. Um, um uh, is your friend okay? I mean, I can go investigate this myself. I know where Harold lives. We need I've to been uh, here a little longer than you. Um, yeah, that's fine. Um, I just wanted just to get your permission. Um, right to you. We'd like to talk to the mayor about what happened in the house. Did you schedule a meeting with him? Yeah, he said it's three weeks out, except for there's only one name on the list, and it's us. Just because he's probably attending to other affairs. I think this is mildly important, though, in the fact that the mayor's name was on a note. Was it? Yes, a a forgery. Do you have the note, the forgery? Unfortunately, all I have is this part of this crest, uh, that, and um, it burned. Because, you know, because stupid vampires put their hand on the... Okay, so, so let me get this straight. Okay, listen. I know it's You broke crazy. into this man's house. I didn't break into Found... the house. There was probable cause. There was somebody screaming. So you broke into a man's house. We didn't break in. They're the now dead. The door was open. The door was open, and there was screaming. You trespassed into a man's house. We went up to the door, and we knocked. Uh, uh, ma'am, friendly. please do let me finish. You trespassed into a man's house. If I go and enter this man's house, there are going to be a number of dead bodies. Indeed. Which you just claimed that you were inside of said house where the dead bodies are. Now you're making accusations that supernatural creatures exist and they lit a letter on fire that you cannot provide to me, claiming that it has the mayor's name on it. Hold on a second. Hold on. You're telling me that when you heard a woman screaming in the house, you didn't even bother to go check on her. We did multiple times. Oh, did you? Yes. So why didn't you check her on her this time? Because those bodies are decayed. Because we've been talking to Harold for weeks. Your job is to protect the children in the house. Right. Uh-huh. But, I mean, Did you know that he was locking them in the, in, his, in the toy box? We had no probable cause to go in. Screaming doesn't... I- we investigated. We talked with his wife. She seemed fine. Uh-huh. They said the kids were upstairs playing in their room. Uh-huh. But multiple visits and nobody thought, take the children away. Multiple visits to the house. If the children are sent to their room and are playing, there doesn't seem to be any issue there. Okay, anyway, Tobias... There's something fishy going on in your town. Listen, okay, hold on a second. You believe the werewolf thing, but you don't believe the vampire thing? 
Well, I mean, I don't really believe the werewolf thing if your friend just mysteriously ran off into the forest. I didn't see it myself. I'd say I have witnesses, but you don't believe us. Or me. And there's only them. Only who? My group. It wasn't oh, just me. Well, I mean... There was like... We can send off a small hunting party into the woods to see if we can locate it. Oh, don't hunt him down. Well, I mean, we could bring him back safely to the town. He might be away at college. <laughs> ah, yes. Werewolf University. How could werewolf we Werewolf University. Yeah. No, well, okay. Fine. Send out a small hunting party. I don't know. I'm just letting you know that there are bodies in the house. There was a woman screaming. We went in because we heard someone screaming. Right. Well, I will go investigate it. I will go and see what happened in Harold's house, and I will report back to you. If need be, I will send a letter to the mayor, and we may be able to accelerate the rate at which your meeting with him is at. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Well, go take care of your friend. No, it's fine. Just, no, you can leave if you want to go with Tobias. I'm sure. No, they shouldn't go. I don't want to stop you, though. If you want to, you could go with Tobias. Wilson, you're scaring me. You're, you're really competent. You do a lot of good work, so I'm sure you'd be fine without me. I'm just going to head back to the tavern. Wilson? And he starts walking off to the tavern. Wilson? 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 <laughs> <laughs> 